Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Sybil! Sybil! <laughs> 503 on SENZ's theme song, Thursday Faulty Towers. Oh, man. Unbelievable humour. John Cleese, one of the greats, still one of the greats. Sybil! Sybil! <laughs> okay, Macca's menu time coming in a moment. Uh, chat with Gina Crampton, uh, returning to the Silver Ferns for the Quad Series that starts in the 22nd of January in South Africa in the lead up to the World Championships. And around 5.30, we'll talk to Big Ben about what's going on in the World of Darts and the World Championship at the Alley Pally, which is being just swamped by people. And some of the darts and even some of the just some of the images are stunning. And your thoughts, too, on whether you think the Warriors should be the Auckland Warriors or the New Zealand Warriors. Funnily enough, a, a number of you are tending towards the Auckland Warriors and talking about where a club has started and it's where its base is. And, you know, thinking that that's more important. And I, I agree with you. So that is your Macca's menu with McDelivery, delivering your Macca's favourites straight to your door. It's time now to be joined by Gina Crampton. Silver Fern 164, wing attack, one of the world's best all-rounders. She rejoins the squad for the Netball Quad Series along with... Along with, excuse me, Karen Berger, Jane Watson and Claire Kirsten. So, uh, Gina... Welcome back to the Silver Ferns. Does it feel right? <laughs> it does, it feels very nice. It was um, yeah, it was an interesting feeling coming back into trials and camp and things after being away for a while. I was very nervous, um, to be honest, but it's it's a great feeling every time you get named in a team. So I'm so excited um, to be named along all these amazing women as well. I'm really excited about the. 14 that are going across in January. Sabbatical seems an in thing in rugby, but I never would have suspected it in netball. Why? Yeah, it's funny because we never really talked about it as being a sabbatical, and then, um, you know, that's what it came out as in in all the articles and things. So I felt like a bit of a a phony, really, being the first person to sort of do that in netball. But... um, I think it was really awesome. Knowles was very supportive of it and, um, you know, just wanted to make sure that I was supported in that time that I was away. Um, but no, it's great to be back and I'm so thankful that she allowed me to have a break. You didn't answer my question. Why did you take a sabbatical? Oh, oh why did I take Yeah, well, why? Uh... <laughs> it's, it's okay. I mean, it's okay to, to, to let, let go if you need to let go. You know, I mean, people say, take sabbaticals for all sorts of reasons and, and when you look at the... The campaign, the the Nepal campaign with with ANZ and the the internationals, I can understand that maybe at points it just gets too much. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. I didn't feel like I needed a break. It was more about spending time with my partner um, and getting to experience um, New York for you know a decent amount of time, and that's probably something um, I never would have been able to do otherwise. So um, I didn't feel like I needed a break, but also having it has been really nice, um, and it's sort of 
you know, made me more excited to get back into netball as well. So, so really what you're saying is that you were starting to feel the pressure of just too much netball and not much of a life. <laughs> I mean, not, yeah, I mean, yeah, you miss out on so many things, don't you? Netball's full on and um, there's, we only get sort of a couple of weeks off during the year if you're involved in both domestic and international season. So, um yeah, spending time with him and, and getting to travel is something I wouldn't have been able to do if I didn't take that break. Could you have ever thought that netball would become so busy? Nah, definitely not at the start. I think it's just getting more and more demanding and, you know, people are getting fitter, faster, stronger, all that sort of thing. So you can't um, sort of take it easy at any point if you want to be firing um, at all times during the year. So, you know, and it only ramps up when you get into international stuff. So... Yeah, it's pretty full on, I have to say. <laughs> what what drives you? What drives me? Oh, gosh. You're hitting me with the hard questions today. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I'll, give, I'll leave the easy ones till the end, okay? We'll talk about Christmas then. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Now, uh, what drives me? I think I just love um, being in the team with the girls. Like, I just think it's, we've talked about this a lot recently that I, I admire individual athletes. I think that it would be so hard to do it all on your own. And I think you become so close with these people and that you just have such a good time. And it's hard to describe the feelings that you get when you're, um, I guess you achieve things as a group. And yeah, it just makes you more excited to, to keep going and go after, you know, gold medals and, and championship wins and things like that. You talk about individuals, one that has stood up, Peter Toyava. Do you, do you feel any mm. pressure there? Absolutely, definitely. I had a little moment when I was away, and I sort of I was like, "What have I done?" <laughs> you know? Wow, she's you know she's made the wing attack position her own. So um, yeah, it's definitely very competitive in the wing attack slot. So um, yeah, bring it on. I guess I'm just going to have to try and be better to get in there. Yeah, no, I like, and I, for once, I actually believe you in the sense not just you, an athlete is not necessarily that honest. They'll sit back and go, "Oh, yeah, that's fine. It's all about competition," but to sit back and say, hang on a minute, that must give you an yeah. extra push to go, right, okay, girl, that's fine. You, you've done your bit, but look out, here I come again. Yeah, well, exactly. I think, and you you want to show what you can do as well. To be honest, we're very different. We play the position very differently. So um, I, that's something that Noel sort of instills, us, instills in us as well, is that, you know, you bring what you bring. We don't want you to try and do all these things that we know you can't do. So that, that's quite comforting, I guess. You know, you play to your own strengths and, um, show that we might be needed at different times. I interviewed Nolene yesterday, and I heard my first question to her was, "Do the Silver Ferns get a pass mark in 22?" And she basically said no. She went ah, and then then oh. tried, and it very, I, I, I was stunned. I, she said no, not literally saying not good enough for me. You have sat back yeah. and seen what's going on. Do you think mm. the Ferns can be better? Absolutely. I definitely think we can. I think, you know, it's, it's hard to deny that we were missing some crucial people at that Com Games um, earlier in the year. And I think that's probably a lot of the part of um, why Knowles is a bit disappointed. Like we, she wanted to, us to be in that final at least and we didn't quite get there. We had a terrible semi. But um, also I think with Constellation Cup, um, you know, they, they pretty much had that sort of tucked away and, and didn't come through in the end. So that's probably disappointing for her as well. She always tells us what's coming up for the year and um, obviously pinnacle events are the main ones, but Constellation Cup is something that she wants to win, um, you know, numerous times. So, yeah, that's probably why we're sort of falling short at the moment. But 
excited for January tour. I think the team that's been named is really exciting. Obviously, Jane and Cara in the back. Um, I haven't played with Meals in a while, people like that. So it's really exciting, hopefully leading into a good World Cup campaign. Could you have made a difference in the Constellation Cup? <laughs> no, let, be, honest, be honest. Be honest. You've already been honest once, so be honest. Yeah. Experience does count for something. Um, you know, I've, I've played a Constellation Cup before as well. I've played Australia quite a few times now. Um, it would have been interesting as well to see if Peter was in, you know, all four of the games. Would that have made a difference as well? So, yeah, I think it's always going to be different when someone else is in there. Is that a good answer? <laughs> <laughs> it was. No, it was sort of partially political, but I, but I but I'll take it. I'll t- I'll take it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I get the impression that Dame Nolene is very inclusive with players. Is Am I right there? How, how do you mean? Inclusive and in being honest and blunt and saying, okay, this is – plays – I know it sounds cliched, but plays more of a team game and allows you, you to be more accountable. Yes. No, definitely. She's pretty straight up. Um, some people maybe find it a bit sort of taken aback when, you know, she gives these um, – Honest, yeah, blunt honest answers. Remarks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's good. She, this is what I just love about her. She's just the whole package, really. She, you know where you stand. You know what's good and what's bad, and what um, she wants you to improve on. I think there's no question marks around that. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's good. She's what keeps the team rolling. Honestly, did you stay fit while you were on your? Let's now let's not call it a sabbatical anymore. Let's just call it the break. <laughs> yes, the break. Sounds good. Uh, yes, I did. I did, definitely, because I was watching all of this unfold and I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to get back in that team. Um, so, yes, tried to stay as fit as possible. Although when it got cold, very, very cold, I'm talking, it was pretty hard to go out and convince yourself to do some shuttles and running blocks and things like that. So I even did a couple of sessions with gloves on. That's how committed I was. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm a great believer those that aspire to greatness are the ones that never stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, to be fair, after Com Games, um, we were travelling around Europe for a few weeks and I did absolutely nothing. And then sort of the last three months, uh, we, we trained pretty hard, so it was good. How important uh, mentally was this break for you? Um, it's funny, like I say, I don't, I didn't feel like I needed a break before it happened, but it was definitely nice um, to have it. I think it's obviously refreshed me. And, and the same, I never felt like I wasn't wanting to be in the environment, but it really um, made me realise how much I do enjoy being there when I wasn't. Um, so I think it's been good and I do feel refreshed. Um, yeah, it's been it's been an awesome year, I guess, for me as well, getting to experience these sorts of things. And then I get to come back and you know, have another year of netball ahead of me. It must be hard hard having a long-distance relationship, right? Uh, Fussy plays for Major League Rugby in New York. He's on the other side of the world. You're here. Do, does that add the extra pressure, and is that why the break was, was so important on, on different levels? Yeah, definitely. It, it's not easy, and we've done it for a long time now. <laughs> so it's kind of like, where's the end point? Yeah. Um, but we're both well aware of that, and I think you know we're we're so lucky that we get to do what we love as a job, and then um, you know try and find our way back to each other for you know parts of the year. So I think yeah, I, this is a big thing for me spending time with him. So Knowles was um, so supportive of that, which was cool. Yeah, you got to hang around your mate, otherwise you go crazy. <laughs> 
What? Hey, what? Tell me. I've been to New York once. You went. You obviously mm. would have gone to New York, and I saw some uh, stuff on on Fussy's Instagram. I, look, I think there's a bit of grease in there as well, which looked nice. But tell me, tell me the vibe you instantly got from New York. Oh man, it's it's funny because you see so much of New York on movies and you know whatever else, and it totally lived up to expectations. I just think it's just so amazing. It's weird how you can just marvel at these massive skyscraper buildings and just all the streets and all the food was amazing. Yeah, I don't have many bad things to say about it. Apart from the subway smells, that was probably the worst part. <laughs> yeah, but but the subway's safe, right? That's the that's the other crazy thing. You can you can feel pretty safe in a subway. I actually, I've been asked that quite a few times. Did you ever feel, you know, unsafe? And I said, no, I, I really didn't. Even when I was by myself and I took the subway. I, I mean, you don't stand too close to the tracks kind of thing, but I honestly felt <laughs> fine the whole time. You know, I'll tell you my one overarching memory of New York and see if you agree with me. I remember flying in and hopping in a yellow taxi with my wife. It was about part of our honeymoon many moons ago. And I honestly I felt there was this this pulse it had its own lifeblood when you were moving in, and it was just constantly there. And you're going, "Oh, I've landed on a different planet!" But wow, it is. I am pumped for this. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it was very surreal in the first couple of days. I'm like, "Am I actually in New York City right now? Like, what is happening?" And you're seeing all these things, and it literally does never sleep as well. Something's always open, no matter what time or what day or anything. Like you made so you made sure of that then, right? <laughs> You know, I had to experience all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, let's go 24. Hey, um, just just looking ahead to the pinnacle events, you've got the quad series coming up. Do you have demands of yourself and the and the wider unit? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, we talked a lot about the midcourt being our engine room. Um, that was talked over a lot at trials and at camp. Um, that we really need to be doing more work, I guess. We want to be supplying... Better ball, um, you know, uncontested receives, things like that. So um, we know that there's a lot of work to be done before we actually go over to South Africa. It's hard because, you know, you want to enjoy a break, but you know that you want to come in um, in a good condition as well. So I think we've made a conscious effort as a group to have little pods that we're going to train in over this time um, to make sure that we're ready when we hop on that plane, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a lean, truncated Christmas, right? Yes, hopefully. <laughs> oh, wow, there's commitment not. <laughs> uh, is, uh, uh, where, where, where are you spending it? Um, I'm actually going down to Wellington today to see um, family for a couple of days, and then um, um, we're going to spend a couple of days in Topol, actually, with a few of the other girls. So we'll have um, lots of training going on there as well. All right, mate. Well, I appreciate you uh, giving me your time and just uh, – you sound good. You sound like you're ready to get, ready to go again for the Silver Ferns. Have, have a Merry Christmas, you and Fussy. Uh, be safe. Don't overindulge because you've got to put the, the old Silver Fern <laughs> outfit back on, okay? Yeah, you got to fit into the dress. Got no, to, thank you very much. Got to fit the dress, outfit. Gina. Got to fit the dress. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Always. mate. Cool. Thank you. Gina Crampton, what a what a lovely lady she really is. And Captain K. Kieran is one of our experts when it comes to netball. How big a deal is it is it having her back in the Silver Ferns? It's amazing. It's amazing, honestly, because Gina is one of those players that if you're just a casual watching the ANZ Premiership from time to time or, or even tuning into Silver Ferns, the big games, Gina's one of those players that 
she looks quite uh, vanilla, is what I'd say. But Gina is is truly one of the greatest all rounders that we we've seen in the last thirty years. I mean, the wing attack position has been hers for the last four years in the black dress, and and. We can say that, uh, obviously, you brought it up in there, Peter Toyava, who uh, came into the Silver Ferns in her absence for the first two leagues of the Constellation Cup, played out of this world. I mean, the flair that she brings to the team, the connection with Grace Wickey, it obviously stems from the Northern Mystics. But having Gina come back brings back that experience, the leadership, and I feel like it just she glues the team together uh, in a sense that she she receives the ball from the defenders, passes around with the midcourt and then all of a sudden the ball's in the circle with Grace or, or Amelia Anacanasio of the like. So Gina is is truly one of the core players. I, I compare her to glue. Yeah, you know what I liked about having a chat with her was that her honesty when that she wasn't playing and then she saw Petr Toyava make a statement, she went, ah, okay. Uh, and, and so it was basically saying it was almost as if Oh, actually, my, my place in the team's not, I can't take this for granted. Someone's just come along and gone, actually, girl, follow this. And I was, I, there are not a lot of athletes that do that anymore. No, and you're, and you're completely right. But if you, did you happen to watch those two New Zealand leagues? I saw the, all? I saw the first one, but I'm a bit of a casual yep. viewer, but I saw. And that's okay. That's yeah. perfect. Because like, just from me, who was lucky enough to go to both of those games, watching what Peter Toyava was able to do, where, it was almost for her she had nothing to lose, right? She's She's been in the ferns twice before, but they were very, very short stints and cover for people. Once again, she was uncovering for Gina, and the, the trick she pulled out of the bag was something that we haven't seen. So if I was in Gina's position, who who was captain of the ferns for the last year and Amelia Anacanasio's, uh, I've lost my word here, Stephen, in her absence, yeah. uh, for her sitting in, in New York watching this, of course there's going to be FOMO, you want to be out on the court, but especially when Petr Toyava is, is winning the MVP of these games, who's someone in your position and mm. you're not there, you'd probably feel stink about it. Were you surprised that they lost the Constellation Cup? Did you? I mean, and do you think, because I know no. you I know you are deeply embedded in netball, and, and that's why I asked you this question. Were you surprised that the dominance of the Silver Ferns didn't go, didn't carry on when they crossed the ditch? I'll, I'll, I'll take that first part. The dominance of the Silver Ferns is what surprised me. The mm. 2022 was literally the year of the diamonds. Take all the stuff off the court, put it on the court. Commonwealth game gold medalists when no one expected them to. You know, everyone took their eyes off Australia and everyone was going, wow, this Jamaican team is something we've never seen before. It's amazing. The English Roses are, are the world number one. You know, we should be looking at them. But 2022 was the year of the diamonds. And I was saying to everyone, be careful. You know, the Constellation Cup's right around the corner. It's going to sneak up on us. When we won those two games in, in convincing fashion, it was a shock to me. And I just had to hold my breath as I knew that they were going to Australia, dropping a few players from the team, bringing a few more in. And to me, as, as someone who was watching those games, so closely, I just felt like it almost was that sudden change, and all of a sudden, Peter Toyava's staying in New Zealand. She's not travelling to Australia. Sort of alarm bells went off to me in my head because that was the difficulty that I think Dame Knowles had with the team that she chose for the Constellation Cup, and she picked two teams. So she picked a team for the two New Zealand leagues, and then she picked a separate team for the two Australian leagues. So I feel like. That, that cohesion would have been played a, quite a big part of why we did lose the Constellation uh, Cup. So, so are you are you pinning in the mistake on coaching selections? Um, I and never said okay. it was a mistake. No, but it, but it might have been. No, uh, it's 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 Dame Nolan Totua. Like when when yeah, have we we're all, ever we're all watched? Fallible, we're all fallible, man. 
We, we don't, we're not perfect. No one's no. perfect. And th- no, we're not, clearly. We, we got a bronze medal at the, at the Commonwealth Games when I said on air that we would get fourth because I didn't like the direction we were headed in. Right, so they they overdid me then, then they overdid me in the Constellation Cup. So, in terms of, uh, I, I wouldn't know if it was a mistake because, like like I said before, I think that I was surprised of how they handled those first two New Zealand leagues because it was amazing. It was some of the best netball that I'd seen the Ferns play in the last four years. Okay, besides enough. the World Cup, sorry, that was, so, that was four years. So, as far as the World Cup goes, the returning four players, how do you think? Dame Nolan told her plays that one. I think it's all about the quad series first. So the quad series, what I see and what I was really interested in in the Dame Nolan conversation that we had yesterday on the show uh, was the con- uh, the sorry the quad series is going to be a time where Dame Nolan she has the strongest team that we've seen in the last year. All these returnees, Jane Watson coming back from maternity, Karen Berger a foot injury, two very very strong defenders. It makes a it makes selection a nightmare, especially when you've got Sulu Fitzpatrick and Kelly Jury hanging out on the bench. You know you can't. You, it's gotta so have hard. Depth, yeah, though. you've got to have depth. Exactly, and you, and you can only have two of them on the thing. So what I think Dame Nolan is going to do during this quad series, I don't think it's going to matter to her. Oh well, it's definitely not going to matter near as much as the World Cup. But what she's going to do with the quad series is get in there, mix it up a little bit, see which combinations fit, who doesn't. You know, these these uh, returning players are going to play a massive role in the quad series. How we do in the quad series is not going to be a reflection of the World Cup. So if you're going to watch this quad series and the Silver Ferns are being a bit sloppy because of selection and and different rotations on the court, do not think that that is hurting our chances at the World Cup. This is an opportunity for Dame Knowles to take her team against the best teams in the world. World and try it out. You know, this is what she's going to do. And so by the time we get to the World Cup, she's going to know who's ready, who's not, unless there's injuries. I touch wood, mm-hmm. there is none, but that is what she's going to do. So I, I've claimed it since since the Commonwealth Games last year. The Silver Ferns have a fantastic chance of winning the World Cup with these. Nicely spoken, Captain K. I'm with you all the way. 524 on the run home.